This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 168 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture today for more information. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to our Agent Focus Week. That's right. This week, I am bringing to you the best episodes we've had on the podcast about making sure that you have the best setup and best strategy in place for your agents. This is very important because as you know, if your agents are not properly set up, properly situated, don't have the proper structure and framework, it's very hard for them to be comfortable enough to deliver great customer service to your customers, and they can feel that your agents are not comfortable, whether they're on the telephone with your agents or whether the agents are typing to them in social channels. So go ahead and buckle up because we are going on a ride through the best episodes we've ever had that focus on agent and how you can make that interaction great for your customers. Here we go. Today's inspiration comes to us from Eli Goldratt, who said, tell me how you measure me and I will tell you how I will behave. If you measure me in an illogical way, do not complain about illogical behavior. So true. And the book of the day is by R.D. Austin titled Measuring and Managing Performance in Organizations. So let's get down to it. Measuring agent performance. I've put together five simple steps for you to make sure that you develop the right agent agent performance metrics for your organization. Emphasis on the right agent performance metrics for your organization. The first step is to remember this. You get what you focus on. That may sound very obvious, but a couple of things to point out before we even get started are that targets that are set that are too strict can increase bad behavior in your agents. If they have to work really hard to have first contact resolution, or if they have to work really hard to have amazing CSAT scores with every interaction, which leads us into the next thing that we need to remember is that focusing too much on one target can cause other targets to suffer. If you're completely focused on your number of interactions per ticket, for example, and you only want the agents to have two interactions per ticket, you you could be causing the agents to think that it's better to not completely solve a customer's issue than it is to take a hit on their 
individual scorecards. So make sure that you fully think through what it is you're asking the agents to do and how that will impact the big picture. Also, we want to make sure we remember that focusing on the wrong target doesn't move the needle. If you have chosen agent performance metrics based on what people at other companies are doing, you have to remember that you're going to get the results that people at other companies wanted to get. And you may not have visibility to what it was they were trying to get. So as we go through this, we're just going to remember that we don't want to set anything too strict. We don't want to focus too much on one target at the cost of the other targets. And that we want to make sure that we're focusing on the right targets for your organization. How do we do that? We move on to step two and we start with the big picture. So step two of five is starting with the big picture. You do this by reviewing your company's mission statement first off. I know you're like, you've got to be joking. What does that have to do with agent performance metrics? Everything. It has everything to do with your agent performance metrics because you want to make sure that you understand your company's mission, meaning what is your company's primary objective as stated by your company. If your mission is to provide the best chewing gum in the world and put a smile on every customer's face while they're chewing your gum, then you understand that your mission is to not only deliver chewing gum, but it's also your company's mission to make people smile. That's important. You want to know that because then you know that making your customers smile specifically is something that's important to your company as stated in the mission statement. So again, review your company's mission statement so that you can understand what you're in business to do. Why why is your company there? What's your purpose on the planet? The second thing you need to do to start with the big picture is review your company's vision statement. Now, your vision statement is different than your mission statement because it talks about how your company sees the future. If they were successful at completing their mission, what would the new world look like? In this chewing gum example, what would it look like if National Chewing Gum Company was really able to put a stick of gum in everybody's mouth and a smile on everybody's face? That's the world that they are envisioning and that's why they're on this mission to do the things that they're doing in distributing this gum. And then the third thing that you need to think about with the big picture is you need to review your company's value statement. Your values statement talks about what's important to your company, how your company wants its employees to behave, and how your company wants customers to feel. So dig out that value statement and understand what's important to your company. Is loyalty important, integrity, honesty, saving the planet? These are things that are listed values in a lot of our large organizations. So you want to understand and ingest your mission statement, your vision statement, your values statement, and really think about it from the perspective of this is my company, this is what my company wants to do and achieve as a whole. Now, step three is where we're going to bring it back to the department. You may sit in the customer operations department. You may sit in the customer care department. You may sit in marketing. Wherever your social media customer care program sits, whichever department, you want to go and grab the documents that have to do with this department. And your department may have a mission statement that ladders up to the overall corporate mission statement. Vision statement, same thing, value statement. You want to understand how your department is laddering up to the corporate overall objectives and what's different about that. So for example, with National Chewing Gum Company, the whole company's objective is to make 
make sure that there's a piece of chewing gum in everybody's mouth and there's a smile on everyone's face when they're chewing this gum. If you're in the customer care department, what that means to you is potentially your department has decided that in order to make everybody smile, they're going to focus on making sure that things are easy for the customer who's interacting with National Chewing Gum Company. And the vision for how easy looks could be, you know, not really having to call in very much or communicate with a company very much. But when you do, it's a great experience. And your values probably ladder up directly with whatever the values are for your overall corporate value statement. All right. So the second thing that we need to do in step three to bring it back to the department is to locate, we're getting a little more specific now, locate and review the departmental overarching documents that refer to your department objectives, your department targets, and your department timelines. These are the goals that your, say for example, customer care department have set for themselves, the objectives that they have, targets they want to hit, and the timelines by which they want to hit these targets. You could have an annual target where you want to make sure that you reduce transactions in the contact centers by 15% by the end of the year. You could have a shorter goal that's happening right now where you want to hit at least 3% reduction in contacts into the center within the next couple of months. You want to make sure that you're aware of all of that that's happening in your department. What is important to your department? What is your department focusing on? And what are the steps that your department is taking to meet those objectives and by which timelines? The third thing that you want to do in bringing it back to the department is you want to understand your departmental culture on targets. And here's what I mean by that. In some companies, when you set a target, it's really important that you make that target. Meaning if you don't make that target, something really bad is going to happen. In other departments, it may be that you want to set the bar really high because the department likes to have aspirational goals for people to really strive for, but they don't really have a huge problem with not hitting those targets. They don't like sandbagging, but it's okay if you don't make those targets. Two different ways of coming at your targets, and you need to know at your organization which way does it fall. If you need to set targets that are very, very high so that people know that you're not sandbagging and you're really getting your team riled up, keep that in mind. Or if you need to make sure that you're being very realistic with the goals that you're setting and you're not setting yourself up for failure, then you need to keep that in mind too. The last thing that I want to make sure that we point out about bringing it back to the department is I want you to make sure that you study existing agent performance documents in neighboring groups. This could be your call center agents. How do their target documents look? What are their agent performance metrics and why? Why are they set up that way? Also do the same for your support chat organization. And you might want to know too, what are they measuring in your third-party vendor operations? If you have outsourced partners that are delivering on some of these metrics as well, did they have different objectives that they have to hit? In your social media customer care team, you may have part of your team that is insourced in-house, and you may have part of your team that is outsourced, an outside organization. So if you have part of your team that's outsourced, you want to make sure that you're contacting your liaison that works with outsourced vendors if that's not you. So know that. Step four is now we're going to get social. What do I mean by that? We know that social media is slightly different 
different still than regular call center operations and other departments. So there are going to be some things that may or may not work specific to social customer care. So we want to delve into those things here. Review your group's overall KPIs. Now, these are your key performance indicators for how the team is performing. That's team metrics and not agent performance metrics. If you want to see my top nine KPIs, check out episode three and episode eight. That's part one and part two of Frankie's top nine KPIs. If you need some ideas for reviewing your existing KPIs, or if you're starting from scratch and need those team KPIs too, check those out. But review those for this because that's important as well. The second thing you want to do in getting social is take into account your team operation. Depending on the tool that you're using, depending on the way that you've got your team set up, you may need to do different things. You may remember that on episode 17, we talked with Al Hopper about team structures. So you may want to go back and check out episode 17 if you need more information about team structure. But for right now, we just want to make sure that you take that team structure into account. Meaning, does your team have posts automatically assigned to them? Or are they able to go in and select posts on their own? Take note of that because that may indicate that you want to have a particular metric around what we call cherry picking. Maybe you want to make sure that your agents aren't just going in and picking the easy things to respond to. That would make their stats look good because you can get through many different tickets if the tickets that you're picking are only the easy ones. When the person next to you doesn't have the opportunity to pick just those easy tickets, they're working really hard tickets and it's taken them a long time to get through the tickets that they have because they're very challenging. This is the type of metric that if agents are able to cherry pick, you want to think about putting in your agent performance metrics. And it's counterintuitive to an overarching goal that says that you want to have fewer tickets per transaction. And let me get a little deeper in talking about that so that we're really clear. Overall average handle time is how long it takes in a traditional call center setting to completely solve a customer's issue on a phone call. When we look at that from a social customer care perspective, we're looking not at one single linear phone call, but we're looking at posts back and forth. One metric that people might want to use at first glance is to make sure that there are as few back and forths as possible between agent and customer to make sure that it's an easy transaction. So, you know, basically you're shortening the amount of time that the agent and the customer are spending together. That sounds like a great idea, except remember that when we squeeze that balloon and we squeeze it too hard, sometimes that's not going to promote the best behavior. So if I'm an agent and I know that I will get rewarded for having interactions that have fewer back and forth mentions, what am I going to do in a tool where I can pick whatever post I want? I'm going to pick the easy post where the customer asks a question and I can just answer it and close it. See what I mean? So make sure that you're taking that into account when you're thinking about the different metrics that you want to put in for your agent's performance. So long way to say, make sure you know whether your team has posts automatically assigned to them or whether they're able to go in and, as we say, cherry pick the assignments that they want. Or maybe you have a facilitator that's sending out posts to people. The second thing you want to take into account in your team operation is, do your agents work in more than one channel? Do you have Sally only working on Facebook? Or is Sally supposed to work Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, community forums? And what percent of the time do you want Sally doing all of that? This is important because you may need to have a metric around making sure 
that people stay a certain percentage of time in a certain swim lane. For example, if you have community forums and you have one agent who just loves to be in community forums but really doesn't want to get in the other spaces to help people out, you may want to make sure that everybody is spending the appropriate percentage of their day doing whatever tasks in whatever vehicle they need to be doing. You may need that, you may not. It depends on how you have your team set up, but you just want to be jotting down the special features about your team and the way that you are blocking and tackling and handling things. You also need to take into account what you're able to measure with your social engagement tool. Call center operations have been around for a long time and they're, they know what they're able to measure and they're very clear on what should be on a scorecard. In social customer care, depending on the tool that you're using, you may or may not be able to measure something that you really wish you were able to measure, but you can't score an agent on something that can't be measured. And also remember that if there's something you wish you could measure that you're not able to measure, refer back to your list of features that I wanted you to start keeping on episode 29 about doing a social engagement tool health check. If there's something that you can't measure, you wish you could measure, you want to be able to remember that, capture it, and ask your tool provider to add that feature. And the last thing to worry about in getting social is do make sure that you reach out and ask your contacts at other organizations who are running social customer care what they measure. Don't just copy and paste what they measure because you want to ask them what they measure and then you want to ask them why. What does that ladder back up to? What do you get out of measuring that and just capture that? Okay, step five is to now write those goals down. You've got all of this background information and you're very clear on what your company's vision and mission and values are. You're very clear on how your department reports, what their mission, vision, and values, objectives, targets, timelines, all of that. You also understand the nuances of whether you need to not sandbag or whether you need to keep it really realistic in terms of how your department likes to have reporting done. And then you've also studied the other documents around agent performance metrics that neighboring departments have. Then you went and you got social to figure out what's different in your specific social customer care department. So now you can put all of that together and put it down on a trial scorecard. If you've got your agent performance metrics called something else, that's fine. I am used to calling it a scorecard. So we talk about this in terms of how well agents are doing in their job performance based on the metrics that you're going to be outlining for them. You want to test it for 30 days at least, I recommend. And then make sure that you gather agent feedback about the new goals that you've put in place. Do they like them? Do they notice there's a gap? Is there something missing? Is there something that just doesn't feel right? Is there a specific pain point? And then analyze and adjust the scorecard based on the findings that come back. And then just go ahead and launch those goals. Like I said, you want to make sure that you are laddering your goals up to your key performance indicators, which are different for every company. And there are different things that you want to take into consideration, like what tool am I using? How do my agents use it? And how is that going to impact what I can have as agent performance metrics? Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. 
You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So, head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com today to learn more. Okay, there you have it. We are talking all this week about agent focus and how you can put the best strategy in place for your agents. Now, it's possible that you may have heard these episodes before, but it's probably been a long time since you've heard them, and I am all about making sure that you have the best information right at the tips of your fingers so that you don't have to go digging. You're busy, I'm busy, so I'm bringing back to you all for agent focus, making sure that you've got the best program strategy out there when it comes to providing structure for your agents. So make sure you tune in next time. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.